excuse me, guys, good morning, and uh, so good to see you here today. Listen, there is a question that today revolves around, and it's a question that I both want to share with you this morning, but also challenge you with, and here it is. How about two? Now, today is something that we do annually this time of year, right, as everyone's starting to go back to school, and we call it Taste of Fellowship of Faith. And what Taste of Fellowship of Faith is all about is highlighting ways that you can grow in your relationship with Christ and, and, and grow spiritually and connect with others this fall. Things like children's ministry, student ministries, alpha and support groups, discipleship groups, Sunday morning classes. What Taste of FOF is doing is highlighting this entire parameter of things. That we both want to ask you and challenge you with today is how about adding a second piece to your Sunday morning worship experience? Now, you're here today. So, obviously, coming to church for a worship service fits somewhere in your grid. What this question is asking, though, is how about a plus one? How about something like what we do in this mass gathering here today plus some other way to connect and grow spiritually? To state it again, how about two? Now, I I believe that if someone really wants to grow in their faith and in their relationship with Christ... Sunday morning worship services are not enough. Because Sunday morning worship services will only take you so far. Give you a couple examples of what I mean. Any given Sunday, as I stand up here and try to teach what God has given us in the Bible and in the history of the church, I have to generalize it in a way that tries to connect with about 300 different people over an 80-year age spread from all different kinds of faith walks and faith backgrounds and experiences in life. But how does that connect with you personally and the very specific questions and issues and interests that you have? Relationally, what we do here on Sunday morning will only take you so far. There's just too many people and not enough time to really forge deep connections. I mean, think about it. You get here, what, maybe 10.15 if you're coming for the 10.30, maybe 8.45 if you're coming for 9. And I know I'm speaking hypothetically because the reality is you get here at 9.03 for the 9 and 10.35 for the 10.30, right? And you're rushing in the door and you're trying to grab a cup of coffee and you're trying to hit the bathroom and you're trying to decompress the fight with your wife on the way over here. And then here's the people that you like to see and you, hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? And then Mark gives us this extended time of 30 seconds right before I come on stage to really soak deep into the people next to you, right? It's the high five, it's the handshake, it's the hug, and it's good stuff. It's good stuff but it'll only take you so far. The platform is not designed to give you the time to really meet people, to really connect and to learn what it means to do all that kind of cool Acts 2 kind of stuff it talks about in the Bible where you're encouraging each other and supporting each other, where you're praying for each other. 
where you kind of keyed in a little bit more to each other. So you're sensitive to when someone needs that pick-me-up and someone needs that kind, of, that kind of encouragement and when someone needs that hard advice that they don't want to hear. But because of the connection that you have with them, you can give it. Like school without homework. Like sporting events without practice. Okay? Like marriage without continually dating. And I don't mean other people. All right? (laughs) I mean your spouse. So is the Sunday morning worship experience without a plus one. To really discover what God is looking to do in your life, how about two? And how about two for your kids? Now there's a, a statement I want to share with you today. It comes out of some core documents here at Fellowship of Faith that are they're very important to us on staff and leadership. And this one particular document says this. We're not interested in playing church. Nor are we interested in a compartmentalized faith that has little effect on the totality of our lives and little regard for the presence and call of the living God. We believe the way of Jesus is all-encompassing. And to confess Jesus as Lord means a complete surrender of our entire lives to him. And so we want life transformation and a deeply devoted relationship with God, not cultural Christianity. And as such, we will be bold and unashamed in this desire, challenge, and call. Now, i got to say, what I love about Fellowship of Faith is that we have people here this morning and on a regular occasion who come from every single place on a spiritual spectrum and walk of life, from the most deeply devoted Christians to the most highly skeptical and non-Christian individuals who nonetheless for some reason have found something here and enjoy this community and what they get, about, get out of it. And I want to tell you today that no matter where you are on that spectrum, from the most deeply devoted Christian to the most highly skeptical, irreligious person, we are so glad that you're here, and we are so glad that you are a part of this community. And I want you to know that wherever you're at, this challenge is for both of you equally this morning because we believe that God loves you, and we like you ourselves. And we want to see you have in your life the full experience of what we believe God is trying to do in each of us. Now, for some of you here who are doing the two, you know what I mean. I don't need to paint this picture anymore. You know what you've derived out of it, what your kids have derived out of it, the spiritual impact that's come through that plus one experience. But for those of you who have never really embraced that or maybe just flirted with it on the edges a little bit, I wouldn't be surprised if what I'm saying this morning is hard to understand. And all I ask of you the rest of today is that you approach this challenge with an open mind, that you bear with me, and that you consider it. Now, there's a uh, 
this satirical Christian fake news site that I absolutely love to go to. Um, it's called the Babylon Bee. Anyone? You know this? The rest of you, I mean, Google it like as soon as you get out of here today because you're missing out. I want to share with you a couple of articles from the Babylon Bee as, as of late just to give you kind of a taste of, of what it's like. Here's one. Baptist authorities warn of dangerous new gateway dance hitting the streets. There's another. Worshipper makes joyful, horrifying noise to the Lord. I bet he was standing behind you today, right? How about this? Sunday, school t- Sunday schooler stage coup after teacher hands out healthy snacks. And really, it, it's the picture in that one. It took me a minute to see that his hands are bound with a belt. I don't know if you can kind of get that one. Or, or this one I love too. Hell introduces 13 new varieties of pineapple pizza. But every now and then, every now and then they release one that has like a prophetic edge to it. And I want to share one with you that struck me here today, okay? Here it is. After 12 years of quarterly church attendance, parents shocked by daughter's lack of faith. Let me read the article to you. Fullerton, California. Local father Trevor Mickelson, 48, and his wife Carrie, 45, are reeling after discovering that after 12 years of steadily taking their daughter Janie to church every Sunday, that they didn't have a more pressing sporting commitment, which was at least once every three months, she no longer demonstrates the strong quarterly commitment to the faith they raised her with, now that she's college-aged. Trevor Mickelson was simply stunned at the revelation. I just don't understand it. Almost every single time there was a rained-out game or a break between school and club season, we had Janie in church. It was at least once a quarter, and aside from one tournament in 2011, we never missed an Easter. It was obviously a priority in our family. I just don't get where the spiritual apathy is coming from. I can't tell you how often we prayed the prayer of Jabez on the way to a game, added Janie's mother. You know, the more I think about it, the more this illustrates how the church just keeps failing this generation. Lamented Trevor, citing a recently Googled study by Barna or someone. The Mickelsons further noted plans to have a chat with the pastor after their younger son Robert's soccer season calmed down a bit. Do you find that one rubbing a little more close to home? And I want to tell you something this morning. If that speaks to you, I am not here to shame you this morning. Nor, if you are a plus one person, am I here to in some way give you some sense of, some, uh, of superiority or a sense of pride that, that utterly misses the point. The point of it is simply this. We have seen it as a proven, tested reality. That if people do not connect in a plus, con- plus one kind of way, in a regular way, faith plateaus. Connections die. Love of God withers. And things are left unrealized 
that God was looking to do in someone's lives. Lives remain unchallenged. And what's worse is that when people do the self-assessment going, well, I feel okay, I believe in God, they don't even realize what they're missing. This is why it is so important to us and why we occupy ourselves with what we do and why we give this challenge today. Back to the question one more time. How about two? And we say, how about two? Because it matters. Church plus one it matters because I tell you, God takes a hold of that stuff and God builds something in you. And it's hard because it's not always readily seen, but somehow in some way, just like a seed planted in the ground that needs time to, to sprout and grow and develop, so God takes a hold of these things and develops something in you. You know that gateway dance that's hitting the street? These plus ones are God's gateway dance. They're his gateway drug. They're his way of bringing his spirit into your life to build something and do something and create faith and fervency and love and purpose and shine light into the times of darkness and so much more that I can say. God works salvation through this stuff. And salvation ain't just about getting saved. How about two? How about two? Because, you know, for all those reasons I just gave, to me there's even a more important reason because God is important too. Put aside all the wonderful side effects of what God does for me. God is simply worth it. And the struggle, I think, is because God is so forgiving and the church is so accepting that it's easy to move the plus ones to secondary position because our coaches and teachers and bosses do not extend the same kind of understanding and grace. And I've seen this with my family. It gets so easy to push to the back burner that which I know will always love me and always take me back to keep the boss or the coach or the teacher off my kid's back. Know what I mean? I want to appeal to you today. Do not trade the temporary for the eternal. Do not trade the urgent for the important. Today I want you to consider too. Now some of you here, you're already rocking too. You're doing it. Some of you here are doing three and four and even seven. And if I'm speaking to you at that later edge, get a life, okay? <laughs> God wants you in the world. But if I'm speaking to you today, 
Way to go. Keep at it. Keep in there. And if you're growing in what you're currently connected in, keep going full steam ahead this fall. But if it has grown stale or plateaued, then check out some of the other opportunities and consider a shift today. For those of you here who are Babylon being it, you know what I mean? You're trying to fit it into the margins you're making it happen when you can. Let me just make the appeal to you today. Move it up to first place. Make it a priority in your life this fall and see what God can take a hold of in it. See what he does when you honor him and that kind of way. And for those of you who have never tried a plus one at all, we encourage you, no matter who you are, whether someone who's been with us here at FOF since the beginning or someone brand new with us today, whoever you are, everything out there is for you. Everything. Try one. Take a risk. Take a leap. Step out this morning into the plus one that fits you. Now, the band is going to be coming forward here. And as they do that, I, I want to invite you to take something right now. You should have been handed one of these when you came in today. And if you pull out this long sheep, that says discipleship groups, what it does front and back is lists all kinds of both midweek and Sunday opportunities that go beyond the Sunday morning worship experience. And what I'd like you to do as they start getting set, is take a moment now and read it through. And anything that strikes you, strikes you out of place of interest, strikes you because the day and the time simply work or are convenient, I want to invite you to flag that today. Don't worry about narrowing it down. Don't worry about sorting and sifting. Don't worry about condensing. Just flag the stuff that strikes you. And as we do this and as they start to sing and we start to pray, I want to invite you to just ask God to help you navigate. I want to ask you to open your heart to him. I want you to say these words that Isaiah once said, here am I, God, send me, you know? I'll do one, lead me to the right person out there, the right group, the right challenge, the right place in my life that I've left buried too long and my prayer is that God just takes a hold of each of you through this takes a hold of you and blesses you in ways that you never really even experienced before reveals things in your life that that need to be laid on the table but he connects you with people people who are in places like you and other people who aren't but people that we can walk together with. Would you do that this morning, please? If you haven't started, grab a pen, just 
Give it a minute. Ask that you rise. We're going to pray together, and then we're going to do something that I like to do. It's, it's, it's a practice of confessing our sins together at once. I like to do it because it's easy for me to forget I'm a sinner. I mean, I know that I am. But it's easy for me to forget that I need to come before a holy God with my unholiness. And I need to root it out. I need to search it. I need to get honest with myself. And this is a practice that helps me do that. I hope it's the same for you. So let's pray. And then if you're willing, let's confess. God, we come to you as the deeply loved. Deeply loved by you, despite the fact that we don't often return that love in kind. Despite the fact that we are incapable of loving you in any measure to which you love us. Lord, here we are. I pray for the people who have gathered here today that they would consider a plus one and that you'd lead them in this, this next time after the service to a conversation, a table, or just a place in their heart of one to try. God, forgive us. Forgive us for distancing ourselves from you. Forgive us for apathy. Forgive us for resistance. Forgive us for rebellion. Forgive us for all the things, God, that we do that makes you less important in our lives in this world. So hear us, God. Hear us now as we pray together. Most merciful God, we confess that we are by nature sinful and unclean. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole hearts. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We justly deserve your present and eternal punishment. But for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Hear these words from the New Testament. God is faithful and just. 
and will forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Hear Jesus' words on my voice today. I forgive you. I forgive you all your sins. Come, follow me.